I am Jeff Luther and the host of your new favorite podcast, The Inspector Alliance. This is where we'll peel back the curtain and get behind successful service industry businesses to see just what makes them tick. We're going to focus around the home inspection business. That's what I've built. I've owned it for a little over 20 years now. But we'll also include other service businesses that might parallel ours so we can learn more. But the more we know, the better off we are, right? It's a little weird out there. Um, the economy, that is. Interest rates have gone up, then they've fallen, then they've risen again. Home sales went down, right? Uh, inventory remains really sparse or low. Um, but home prices are still going up. <laughs> uh, inflation was under control until it wasn't. But maybe it is again. Uh, we're not in a recession, though the chance of entering one in the next 12 months is not zero. Um, like I said, it's weird. And people are now comparing this to like the 2008, 2009, that 2010, that era. Um, now, price has always been a topic of discussion among home inspection. This, is, this episode is kind of specific about home inspection, but also relevant to any service business. Well, any business that has a price for a product, actually. Um, this is about pricing. But people have compared this to that 2008, 2010 era. Price is always something with, with home inspection. It's always a topic. Sometimes the, the topic is hotter than others. Um, but, you know, um, I disagree with this being like that 2008, 2009 era, but, but who knows? Um, I don't think we have the financial issues now that we had then. And I can tell you, I mean, that was a, that was a bloody road. Um, so in that era, most of what our, our folks in our business did is they cut their prices. Um, they cut their prices cause they needed more volume and they thought the way to do that, the way to get more volume was to cut price. Um, so prices went down, 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 down. Um, actually, in fact, for our business, I, I started this business in 2002. So I've been at it a little over 20 years. Um, but in 2009, we figured out ways to raise our price. And it wasn't about raising our price. Actually, it was about adding value. What we were trying to figure out is buying real estate in 2000, 2008, 2009, 2010, it was really difficult. It was complicated. It was complex. Agents were working harder than they had ever worked for a fraction of the money they were accustomed to earning. Um, buyers were being just put through the ringer. Sellers were uncooperative, but had no position to, to, to be uncooperative. Um, there was also no incentive to sell your home because the price seemed to be going just to zero. So we had to figure out how to make the, how to make the process easier, how to make the experience better and how to make that home inspection more valuable for the client. Um, one of the big issues in that era was we would show up to a home and about 50% of the houses had no, no life. You know, they were all, they were vacant, they were locked up, they were winterized. So about 50% of the houses we'd show up to, they had uh, no water, no, no electricity, no gas. And that became a challenge for buyers because we're there doing the inspection. And there were a lot of things that we could not inspect. We couldn't check. We couldn't confirm their operation on the inspection. Um, 
the big challenge with home inspections that I see is uh, a lack of creativity. Here's what we did in that in that era. Um, trying to figure out how to to add value. There was no power. So we went out and bought generators. We bought 10,000 watt generators so we could backfeed power into homes. We developed a way to, to have water to the house. One of the things that we did, I'm not, I'm not proud of this. One of the things that we did was we created jumpers. Um, we built these jumpers that we could uh, screw onto the water meter or actually the water meter connection because the water meters were gone. They'd been removed, but we created these jumpers and built them to connect to the water lines so we could turn water onto the house. And we did it and it was great and everybody loved it. And I was like, wait a second, if there's no water meter here and we're taking the water, it's kind of like, kind of like stealing or exactly like stealing. Um, but the big challenge with the home inspection industry is the lack of creativity. Very few of us are willing to add value and instead we choose to to compete on price. So we make an attempt at competing on price. I'll get into that. Actually, I don't think there, it's, it's, uh, there is a way to compete on price. Um, but the sales pitch for us as inspectors becomes, we'll give you a better inspection, not necessarily a better product. We'll find more stuff wrong with the house is kind of the general marketing um, ploy or general marketing pitch. Um, I think for the most part, any inspection company that's still in business and has been for a few years is going to be about the same. I think all inspectors are kind of created equal. We follow the same standards. We do uh, the same general inspection. Um, but let's talk a little bit about price relative to today's market. If we compare this to the 2008 era, um, I'll just say the, the Great Recession is what they is what they called it. Um, most folks dropped their prices. We're seeing the same thing in today's market. Um, and when, when we have an issue with price, like for, for me and my company, every time we have raised our price historically, you know, of course, inflation, uh, the cost of fuel, anytime that we have had a price increase, the people that, that create the most noise about it are the people that we get the most pushback from. It's not the inspector saying that we charge too much. It's not, it's not our outside sales folks. Um, consequently, consequently, it's not even our clients that pay our fee. Um, and it's not even the agents. The real, most of the time, real estate agents are referring our business, but not, not, it's not even the agents that, that give us the biggest pushback. The biggest pushback comes from the people that are answering our phones. Um, and I don't mean that negatively. I'll, I'll say this on both, both sides of the statement or both sides of the story is they have probably one of the toughest jobs in the company. Uh, but why do they squeal the loudest? They want to win, right? Or at least the folks on our team do. And our, when we have an amazing team and they want to win, they want the sale. When people call our office to book an inspection, they want an inspection. The folks in our office know we're the best in the business. And when someone hangs up and they haven't booked that inspection, then a folk, the folks in our office feel like they've failed that person. Um, it's personal to them. They get that rejection firsthand, right? Um, and price is an easy thing to, to really, um, an easy thing to determine. People say, hey, boy, your prices are too high. So that's an easy objection to get rid of. We just lower our price, right? Um, <clears throat> But for us, our, our folks are vested. They, they're, they're really vested in getting that inspection booked. 
Um, and the folks that answer the phone or the front lines, you know, they've got the responsibility of getting that, that sale, so to speak, or securing that booking, running all the logistics. So their, their job is really tough. Um, so what's something that we might hear our customer experience folks say about price? Lower the price, right? <clears throat> um, and what is their logic? What is their why? Their why is because our prices are too high and we're losing business to our competitors. They're taking our business. It's because our competitor's price is lower than ours. Uh, and I know for certain and, and can, you know, can document it. I know that people call, I know that our competitors call our office to check our prices pretty regular. So that tells me that we are the leader in our industry. We, we lead the price. We're the innovators. Um, we are the ones leading our market or the driver for our market. I would call us the benchmark. Um, all right. So, so the folks that say that most often are the folks that are answering the phone. Sometimes you hear it from our marketing folks, you know, they want to win too. Um, so, so let's decide for the purpose of this podcast, the purpose of this episode, we're going to decide we're going to lower our price, right? Uh, first thing, why are we lowering our price? We're lowering our price because we're losing business. We're losing business because our potential customers or our potential clients are booking someplace else to get a lower price. So what do we need to do? We've lowered our price. Now we need to advertise. We need to tell everyone that we've lowered our price, right? How would they know if we didn't advertise? We're going to probably put it on our Instagram page. Maybe we'll put it on Facebook. Um, we might even make it a reason to go to offices, you know, go to the, go to the real estate offices, to their sales meeting, to let them know, Hey, you know, in the, in light of, of current events in the current market, we've decided to decrease our, decrease our prices a little bit. Um, we might do email blasts, anything like that, because lowering the price is good news for the consumer, right? So we want to let them know. Uh, and, and don't think for a second, if you lower your price, that the, the real estate agents that you work with or have worked with, don't think for a second, they're not letting other home inspection companies know that, uh, that you've lowered your price. So that word gets out pretty quick. All right. So we've lowered our price. Let's take, we're going to use $700 for our, for our example pricing. Um, $700 is our inspection fee. We've been, we'll use that as a round figure. We've been charging that for the last 24 months as a company. Um, and we're going to drop our price by a hundred dollars. Because if we're going to drop our price, I mean, we really need to drop our price, right? We, we really need to make a difference. We need to make a noticeable difference so that we get all of that business we've been losing as a result of having prices that are too high. So we drop it by a hundred bucks. That's about uh, 14.2, not about, it's almost exactly 14.25% reduction in price. So we just reduced our price. 14.25% to get, to get it down to $600. Now, remember I said, we've been charging this for the last two years. We've been at 700 bucks for two years. We, we get our business back on track. Now we need to get back to that $700 benchmark. We're going to increase our price again and 14.25%. That's a pretty big sway in price or swing in price, whether you're going up or going down. So we're going to add 14.25%. Well, 14.25% to $600 comes out to $685.50. Huh? Adding that 14.25% 
to that lower number doesn't get us back where we were. And I'll add this, it's going to be almost impossible to have a 14% jump in your price overnight. So working back, you're going to claw your way back to that $700. You lower your price by a hundred bucks. It's going to take a very long time to get that back in my experience. So we're going to have to add about 17% to that $600 just to get us back to even a 17% jump in price. That is a, that's big. Um, that is not something that goes unnoticed. So let's keep going with the why. Let's go back to the why. We, we, why did we drop our price? We dropped our price because our competitors were taking our business, right? Let's assume all things stay the same. So our competitors are taking our business. We need to drop our price. Everything stays constant with our business. Well, I'll, I'll go through the numbers here. Um, we're going to drop our price because we want to increase our volume, right? Does everyone agree on that? That's why we're doing it because our competitors are taking our business. So we're going to drop our price to increase our volume, get our volume up. Um, now we'll use 15% in uh, a 15% profit margin. That's what I hear mostly throughout our industry. Service businesses are probably closer to the 20, 25% mark. Our business is lower than that. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what our profit margin in profit margin is. I don't want to, to brag, um, but it's definitely not 15%. We're a little bit lower and, and lower now just due to market conditions. Um, so we're using 15%. So we're at 700 bucks. We have a 15% profit margin. We are netting $105 on every inspection. Some of you are probably way ahead of me already. Um, so we, so for every inspection that we do, everything, every inspection goes out the door, we end up netting out $105, put that in the, in the pocket of the company, so to speak. Um, and, and some of you are ahead of me, but I'm going to keep going just for fun. Let's assume that for the previous 12 months, we did a thousand inspections. That's our run rate, a thousand inspections annually. Um, and that was before our price adjustment. Right. So we're going to have a really we're, we're going to have a really big increase in volume because we've dropped our price. So that comes out. We did a thousand inspections. We net one hundred and five per inspection. We're at 15 percent profit margin. We had one hundred and five thousand dollars in profit. Right. That was that's our run rate for the for the 12 months running. We we profit out one hundred and five thousand bucks. So we'll just say one hundred and five thousand annually. Remember, we cut our price by one hundred bucks. So now our profit margin is $5. That's what we net. We net out $5 per inspection. So do you think our little price decrease is going to give us an additional 21,000 inspections a year? Are we going to go from 1,000 inspections a year to 21,000? Now, I know we can make the argument that, uh, well, you know, our, our volume will increase because we've dropped that price and our, our costs will go down because our costs are associated with volume, but not in, not in my company, my costs are fixed. All of our inspectors are all salaried employees. Um, we have all fixed costs. You know, we've got, I think we have 27 employees, um, associated with every inspection. So unless we start, uh, cutting jobs, which is not an option for us, then, our, we've, we've got to increase our volume to get that same profit margin or profit amount. So I hardly think we're going to go from a thousand inspections to 21,000 inspections because we cut our price by a hundred bucks. Um, 
So that one might not be a good strategy. So let's still ex let's continue to explore this why. So we we've gotten the idea that uh, that dropping our price to increase volume is not a good strategy, but we still think it's it's a good idea to drop our price um, because we're higher than our competitors and they're taking our business. I've made that statement once already. I've also made the statement that my competitors in my market, they call and check our prices. I know that we're a leader. Um, so another thing too, is that we don't have, people always ask me, I, I'm in the Atlanta market and the Charleston market and people always ask, you know, who your competitors are. I'm like, you know, we really don't have any competitors per se. I know in Atlanta, there's probably 700 folks running around out there that are, that are just, uh, you know, the individual inspector or what call the one man shop, um, that are legit, that are good, that, uh, they are our competitors. You know, they probably do two or three inspections a week. That's enough for them. You got to figure they're charging six, 700 bucks. Uh, it's a couple thousand dollars a week, hundred thousand dollars a year. That's six figure income for them. They're more agile than we are. They can adjust quicker than, than we can. So, so that's kind of our, uh, our competitor. Um, back to the why our competitors call us to check price. I've made that statement. Now, what happens when we lower our price because we want to take back some of the market share? So we're going to lower our price to take back our market share because we've been losing market to the people that charge less than us that call and check our prices. You with me? Um, do you think that they're going to leave their prices the same and just let that additional volume go away? Now, remember, bigger competitor for us is probably the one man operation, probably 700 of those folks, one person operation, probably 700 of those folks running around two or three, two to three inspections a week. Are they going to let one inspection go and not try to go recapture that business? Probably not. They're probably just going to lower their price just below ours again to continue to keep that same market share that they've had. Then what happens? So they lower their price a little bit to keep up with us. Do we lower our price again? Do we race to the bottom? Are we racing to zero? That generally is what happens when we start the pricing war. Um, for us, we've chosen how to figure out how to become more valuable to our clients. We've chosen how to add value to the service of the inspection, to uh, create a great experience with the inspection, both the inspection itself and the process after. And we've chosen how to become more valuable. And in turn, we charge more for our inspection fee because our clients get a lot more value out of it. That has been the way we chose to compete. Price is not a competitive advantage. Price is really driving it down for driving down the price for everyone. Dropping the price of your product is not helping anybody. Dropping the price of your product is one. It, it really takes the fun out of the job. Now we're doing the same amount of work. Theoretically, we're doing the same amount of work for less money, which might impact our attitude towards our job, right? Um, then in turn, that might impact our performance of our job. The folks that are involved in the business are, are earning less. So that might make them not as happy to be at work. Is that really helping the end user or helping the client? My argument is no. 
We've all worked really hard to get our prices up to where they are because we're consultants in this business. And, and to be perfectly honest, I think we don't charge nearly enough as it is. There's a lot of liability. We have a lot of responsibility. We offer a really fantastic service and, uh, and dropping our price to compete on volume just does not make good sense. We still have that same liability and then our profit margin goes down. Um, so I would encourage you to try to think more creatively. Um, some of the things that we did in the past really helped us keep our fees where they were, but also we continued to be the ben benchmark in the market. We continued to raise the bar and we continued to, pro to provide a really excellent service for our clients. Um, I hope this is, this is food for thought. I hope it at least gets the wheels turning. Laying out that profit margin piece, I think is big for, for all of us to think about. Um, and if you like what you heard here, please click that subscribe button and uh, I will definitely look forward to seeing you next time.